Hello, hello, and hello. How are you, South Africa? How are you, young person? How are you, my friend, listening? Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for taking your time to listen to this podcast. Thank you so much for your effort. I hope you're going to be blessed. I hope you're going to learn something. I hope you're going to enjoy this. So, welcome to my second episode, my second podcast episode. So, the first episode, if you listen to the first episode, the first episode was about um, words. The topic was on words. I spoke about the power of words. I spoke about words being an outfit. I spoke about words being a weapon and we're also discuss, discussing how words can create because the earth has been um, created or was created by God and designed to um, obey words. So yes, and I also say that we'll get deep into words. So today my topic will be on thoughts and why thoughts it is because from those very thoughts that's where we speak from you know you think about something first and then you speak and then you declare or you prophesy or anything but either way for you to have those words come out of you for you to say something to somebody else you thought about it first you think about it first so your mind is responsible for all those things. So today we'll be talking about thoughts. That's the second episode. So once again, guys, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for making this a fruitful and fun journey for me. So I'm going to give you key scriptures to the topic of today. So the key scriptures um, will be Romans 12, verse 2. And the second one, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. So I'm going to quickly read Romans 12, verse 2 for you. So I'll be reading it from the Passion Translation because I like how it's been put um, in that version. So it says, Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the holy spirit through a total the keyword through a total reformation of how you think mm. this will empower the keyword they empower this will empower you to discern god's will amazing as you live a beautiful life satisfying and perfect in his eyes his eyes, God's eyes, not the world's eyes, not your friend's eyes, sometimes not even your eyes, but a beautiful life and satisfying and perfect in his eyes, in God's eyes. Hmm. Powerful. And the second key scripture is Jeremiah. <clears throat> Sorry, Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the thoughts our topic of the day the thoughts that i think once again a keyword for our topic that i think towards you says the lord the lord is personal huh thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope this is so amazing 
So I'm going to quickly define what a thought is. A thought is an idea, a plan, or an opinion, or a picture that is formed in your mind. So today, basically, the topic is thoughts, and we'll be discussing the mind because that's where the thoughts are coming from. And we'll be also discussing what's happening in this mind. All right. So guys, I'm going to give you a quick testimony, just like I did last week. I really love giving a bit of, you know, reality or not a bit, but actually being factual and real in all the podcasts or to whoever I speak to, because that's the only way that you can relate because we are not trying to sell an idea, but actually to speak about something that is really happening and to also think of what can we do to give solutions to these or what can be done to change. So I'll be sharing a little bit of a testimony about myself. So in 2016, I was doing my metric, right? And while doing my metric, I just had a lot of things going through, like going through my mind. And I was one of those sad girls, but acting strong in front of others. And here and there, I would lose my cool. Here and there, I'm happy. You know, I was not really balanced. So I had this issue with my left hand and I'm left-handed. So I use my left hand to write. So I had this issue with my hand. It sometimes gets swollen or sometimes be very, very weak. And I was not able to, to write. So in my mind, I'm thinking someone is bewitching me. Someone must be doing this to me. Or I'll be there sitting and crying, thinking, oh my God, my mom has arthritis attacks sometimes. So it means I'm going to be like my mom. What if it's cancer actually of the bones? You know, a lot of things were running through my mind. And as I thought all those things, I would cry, you know, and I wouldn't be able to write. Sometimes the teachers would even send me home. Sometimes my hand would really be swollen, you know. And then my mom took me to her doctor. And we get in there, the doctor examines my hand, took an x-ray to see if maybe there was something broken or if there's something wrong with the hand, then they can give me proper treatment. Then the doctor, after the whole checkup, he actually laughed. Then he said, I hope you're not going to take offense in this, but I have to speak to you and your mom. So I'm there thinking, oh my God, what is it? What did I do? You know. So we sit down there and then the doctor is like, um, this is a social problem. There's nothing wrong with your hand. Um, I believe that your emotions are playing around with you because you think that your hand has an issue. And immediately you start thinking that, you start seeing that it is swollen. And when you start seeing it, you start believing it. Then your hand or your emotions or everything about that hand responds to it. And sometimes it will actually get swollen and other people can see it. I was like, what? Then it's like, yeah, but I'm actually going to give you some medication so today you can sleep because I can see that your emotions again are on a roller coaster. So we leave the doctor's office, we leave the doctor's surgery, and then I'm upset. You know, I'm really, really upset. I'm like, 
I'm sure my mom paid him off. How can he say something like that? I mean, I see that my hand is swollen. I feel it. When I go to school, guess what? I'm the one who actually cannot write, you know? So this cannot be an issue like that. And by then, I actually didn't know God. So I wasn't interested in going to church or pray about this thing, whether voodoo or not. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to smoke me some marijuana and I'm going to be good. And I'm going to stop thinking like he said. Oh, that is stupid. So that was me. So this is the power. What happened when I was thinking things that are negative and they actually manifested physically on my hand. I tell you guys, from the time I started thinking different, I don't have an issue with this hand. I write perfectly. I am fine. There is nothing wrong with my hand. There never was. It was in my mind. So, yeah, that is my little hand testimony. <laughs> okay. So, now I'm also going to share a quick statement. This one is famous when you are dating and when you are in love. <laughs> so you'd mostly look at your love, your love bag, and you'd be like, oh my love, the thought of losing you scares me. Ooh, I don't know who have said this to who and how many times, but I have said it. Sometimes I don't even voice it out loud, but in my mind, at the back of my mind, I'd say the thought of losing you scares me. So, and this is such a small sentence, but very informative, you know, it tells us how effective the thought, you know, how effective a thought is. I mean, just from thinking of a loss, fear kicks in. And in most cases, especially in a relationship, you start cheating in advance just because you thought you actually prepare for a breakup. You start thinking, what if he cheats? What if this happens? What if what not? You know, then you start creating backup and you start acting. So this little statement might be very short or whatnot, but it is very powerful and it is actually informative. It shows you that immediately something is put in your mind. There's an action that comes or there's an effect that comes. Just like from the testimony that I've shared of my hand, I thought there was something wrong with my hand and I started seeing it and I started experiencing it and I actually started missing out on certain sessions in class because my hand was painful because I couldn't write. Why? Was that happening? It was a social issue. It was a thought that I entertained and I said, come yes, my hand is painful. Let's do this. And my body started stimulating all these emotions and whatnot. And there my hand was swollen. So also from this little statement of the thought of losing you scares me. You start thinking I'm going to lose him or I'm going to lose her. I'm going to lose my phone. Or I might lose my mom. Or I might lose, you know, then fear kicks in. And immediately fear kicks in. Obviously, the enemy is going to provide a list of things that you should do in order to take precautions. You know, Saturn is always ready with a list of nonsense or a little bit of games or whatnot, you know. And there you are acting on your on your thoughts. So now let's talk about, now that we've discussed this. Let's talk about why God wants to renew our mind 
when he gives us a vision. Why does God want to renew your mind when you start a relationship with him? So, I'll quickly answer and once again, I'll be answering in relation to reality and to what I have experienced ever since I started my relationship with God, which was last year. And I thank him for that. At the age of 24, he decided, girl, let's do this. You know, and when I had an encounter with him, it was like a moment like no other, something that I wouldn't give up for anything. Then he started renewing my mind. So why does he renew our mind? It is because our mind is a warehouse of success or doom. And what is a warehouse? A warehouse is a place where you store your raw materials or any goods prior for sales. So, yep, I say the warehouse. So, I'm going to refer our mind to a warehouse and the goods and raw materials that are found in the warehouse, I'll refer them to your goals, to your dreams, to your visions, how you view yourself, how you see your future, because it's all in the brain as well, how you view others, etc. So God renews our mind in order to get rid of the negative and false thoughts we have about our life. And those false thoughts most probably are thoughts like when you sit down and you look at how COVID has killed a lot of people, you start thinking, what if I'm next? What if it kills my family? What am I going to do? Now that people are getting retrenched, here I am with a CV. Will I get a job? What's the point? And now that there's this issue of us not going to school every day, school is no longer the same. Most of the things we just learn online, on WhatsApp, will I be able to study and pass? And sometimes you sit there and you look at your beautiful friend, a yellow bone and whatnot, and you think, I'm dark. Do I fit in? Am I too short? Am I too tall? Am I too skinny? Am I too whatever? You get a lot of what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. And in that mind or in that state of mind, with so much happening around the world, possibilities are you start getting sad you start taking precautions that are not necessary you start protecting yourself from the world that you think is against you and sometimes it's actually not you are against yourself in your mind your thoughts are building up something and it is not something good so anyway God renews our mind in order to get rid of the negative and false thoughts that we have about our lives. To clean up the warehouse, the warehouse being the mind, and to put new in that warehouse, new and quality goods. Because we often store very fake 
and bad goods in our warehouse, which will affect us badly if we were to act on them. Just like the issue with my hand, I acted on that issue so badly. I entertained that thought. My hand got swollen. And then I started distancing myself from school because I was like, I'm lefty, so I can't write. I had an excuse to not attend certain subjects because my hand was swollen, you know. And when we went to the doctor, instead of me working on my healing and stop thinking of all those things that were causing that issue with my hand, I actually thought again, my mom paid him off, obviously, just to scare me off. So that I can stop uh, uh, feeling this way or, you know, some type of way. I wanted someone to blame. It was a thought again that I entertained and I was moody. I was upset. But where did that get me? Nowhere. So my question is today, what are you thinking? How often do you think positively about yourself? What goods do you have stored up in your warehouse? Could the depression, anxiety, stress, or sadness that you are currently facing be because you are acting or entertaining those thoughts, the wrong thoughts in your mind? Could it be because you are storing or keeping bad quality goods in your warehouse? But guess what? God says in Jeremiah 29, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. The thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. God knew and he knows that when you are surrounded by so many things in this world, so many people and situations, sometimes even our very own family, it's very, very possible to think critical about things we shouldn't even be critical on. It's very possible to have our thoughts damaged. It's very possible to install in our mind very, very bad things, and that will lead us to declaring or saying things that are very negative about ourselves, about other people, or even about our families. And remember from episode one, I spoke about the power of words, what it is you can do when you are speaking. You can speak against your future or you can speak positively towards that future because it is in your hands. The power is in the tongue and it starts with the brain. And that is why when we give ourselves to God in total surrender, when we say, God, take control of my future, give me a vision. I know that I have a purpose that I have to serve here on earth. The first thing he does is renew your mind because he knows the power of a human brain. He knows the power of that mind. He knows that As soon as you start picturing things and thinking things, having ideas and planning things, 
the next thing that comes after is an action. And whether that, that action is going to be good or bad, it depends on what it is you thought about, what it is you pictured. To tell you the truth, guys, there is a moment that you're just sitting there and you picture something very, very funny in your mind. And you can laugh so loud, even at an occasion or event that you're supposed to be serious. I don't know who can relate, but I definitely am talking about me here in someone. There's a moment that you just listen to a certain something in your mind again, or you, you start picturing things and you can crack. It may be even in a church service or at a funeral, but you can really, really laugh. And that's not a nice action, <laughs> you know. And the moment also you start picturing death, it can be death of you, like your own death. You can start picturing yourself in a coffin and immediately you get so afraid you might even cry. Or you might start thinking YOLO, then you get up and give up on whatever you were doing and go out there to drink or party or do whatever you think you want to do negatively because you think you only live once. I saw myself dying and I don't want to die before I do this. Guys, those are not beautiful precautions. You don't know when are you going to leave this world. Yes, you only live once. But God doesn't want us to think like that. Those are not his plans for us. His plans are to give us a future and a hope. That to give us peace. And that peace doesn't come only when you have a loaded bank account. It doesn't come only when you have a beautiful apartment, a good job, and some good friends. That peace comes even when you are under the bridge homeless. Just knowing that God loves me. Just knowing that whatever I'm doing in my life right now, what does it matter to someone? Why does an opinion of someone else matter? Because I have God. Unless God sends that person to say that thing and confirms a certain thought that was positive you got from the Holy Spirit, what does it matter? You know, we are so surrounded by people who like to give their opinions. Do not let someone opinion your business idea out of you, out of you. Do not let someone or they or social media or even family members sometimes, do not let them criticize your vision out of you. God chose um, a person who is short enough for the vision or the purpose he has given you. God chose a person tall enough, thin enough, thick enough, or dark enough, or light enough. So you don't have to fit in. You don't have to create thoughts of fitting in, of trying so hard to impress people. No. So when you think about something, remember that after that thought, there'll be an action. So if you 
realize that the action that comes after this thought I'm having currently in my brain is going to be very bad. It might be good right at this moment, but in the next two years or the next two hours or next week, this would be a very bad action. Then think again. Think again. And if it's anything that is disturbing you, think again. And friend, if you are sad, stressed, or can't figure things out, ask God to renew your mind and say, God, I can't do this on my own. I need for you to please renew my mind. Renew my mind. The thoughts I'm having currently, I feel as if someone has invaded my warehouse and they're starting to remove the good raw materials that you had initially put in my mind and now they're about to replace them with the phone Kong. They're about to replace them with the fake raw materials and I don't think I can sell this to the world. I don't think I can do anything with all these things that are currently putting in my warehouse. God, may you please clean it up. Please renew my mind. Ask God. Because do you really want to go and spend so much money on a therapist one day or on a shrink or whatever? Just to get rid of what's in your mind when you have the power to do it alone. When God has given you an opportunity to say, Come child, I will renew your mind. Come child, I know the thoughts I have towards you. Do you want to risk it? Do you think your life is worth everything you are putting it through because of wrong thoughts? Or bad thoughts. So think again. I encourage you guys to think again. I encourage you to bounce back from those bad thoughts or those wrong thoughts and think again. Guys, the brain is so powerful to a point where just by a woman being lunatic enough to think that she's pregnant, her body can actually respond to that and she can literally have her stomach growing and people will see pregnancy when there is nothing at all in that womb. That's what a brain or a mind can do. It's a thought entertained. People are out there raping others. Why? They have entertained a thought, stimulated their emotions and now they cannot control what they feel when they look at a woman a stranger walking on the street innocently and these thoughts come I can eat that I can have that whether she likes it or not I'm going to have that and they'll go take it by force they entertained a thought they failed to control their mind so before it's too late, Mdasekaya, think about what you are thinking. It depends on what you are thinking for you to do good, for you to go after those goals, for you to go after those dreams, for you to build that company, for you to go out there and serve the world, for you to be that doctor, for you to be a mom or a father one day. 
So yes, that's it guys. That's it from me today. I was talking about thoughts. I hope you were blessed. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you and thank you and see you guys on the next episode. I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in once again. It's a blessing to have to share this with you. It's a blessing to wake up and say, I want to prepare and do one, two, three. And someone listens and and someone actually is, uh, you know, impacted in a beautiful way. So think about what you're thinking and enjoy the rest of the week. Love you. Bye.